The specials never stop at Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. Every day, you get a large two-topping pizza for only $11.99. On Sunday, watch football and enjoy our large one-topping pizza and 10 wings for only $17.99. Plus lunch specials every day of the week. Blue Naples Pizza, an Italian restaurant. 1519 Union Cross Road in Kernersville. Are you looking for the next best soul food spot to please your palate? What if I told you there's one right under your nose? Welcome to Taste of the Triad. Located in the old Bell Brothers Cafeteria, location at 4320 Old Walkertown Road in Winston-Salem, authentic Southern comfort food in a family atmosphere. At Taste of the Triad, you can have Sunday dinner anytime. Mmm, baked chicken, fried chicken to order, the best meatloaf in the Triad, ribs, baked mac and cheese, and more. Check out Sunday Smackdown with beef and pork ribs, smoked turkey legs, collard greens, yams, and much more. Are y'all hungry yet? Did I even mention the live music on Sundays? Comfort soul food in the heart of the Triad. Taste of the Triad. 4320 Old Walkertown Road in Winston-Salem. Check out the menu at tasteofthetriad.com. Radio proudly presents The Nest with East Forsyth head coach Todd Willard. Here's your host, Rod Funder. And welcome everyone to the fifth edition of our third season of The Nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the two-time state champion East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. You know where we are. We are in the best city in the triad, also known as Kernersville, the Big K Vegas. And of course, this fifth edition of The Nest is presented by Jay Peppers Southern Grill. Jay Peppers has the tastiest food in town, located at 841 Old Winston Road in Kernersville. So please come on out, enjoy the atmosphere, the great people, and all the flavorful entrees that Jay Peppers Southern Grill has to offer. And, of course, we want to take this time to thank Jay Pepper's Southern Grill for their great hospitality and making us feel right at home, as they always do. Yeah, give it up for Jay Pepper's. And, of course, Jay Pepper's is our title sponsor for the entire 2021 East Forsyth football season. And, of course, we want to take this time to also recognize our other sponsors in addition to Jay Pepper's Southern Grill. They do include Giada's Italian Restaurant, the Jenny Fulton Campaign for Mayor of Kernersville, Beamer Tire and Auto, and the One Stop Food Store, home of your chicken and taters. And of course, I'm Hot Rod Funderburk. I'm sitting here with head coach, two-time state champion, Coach Todd Willard. Coach, how we doing, my good man? Hey, we're doing really well. Doing um, good. We just completed phase one uh, of our season, which we call the non-conference, and we're 3-0, so it's good right now. Coach, you are 3-0, and and those are some lovely words to hear at the beginning of any season. And, of course, this is the best season. They call it football season. Coach, who'd you bring with you tonight? Do I have any anybody coming to assist you and have some fun on the nest tonight? Who hey, we got? We're going to bring in two of our big-time playmakers, wide receivers, Dede Stokes and Q. Uh, Q right. Brown or Sean right. Brown or All whatever right. you guys, uh, we're, we're gonna see now. They're 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 uh, 
They're assassins on the field, but they're those silent guys. So we're going to see how well they speak tonight. Both of them are actually very quiet, so this could be interesting. Okay, well, they can be some solid assassins, Coach. <laughs> you know, we're going to have some fun. You guys, we're going to have a good time. We're just going to let your hair down, relax a little bit. And, uh, of course, you said we got the wide receivers. It's uh, Damon Stokes, number three, also known as Day-Day. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right. Then I got Mr. Q. Is it – now, you tell me how you exactly you say your name. Quayshawn. Quayshawn Brown, but you go by Q. You're number seven. Yes, sir. All right, good deal. That's what I got. And you're listed as an athlete on the team. Yes, sir. Man, that's what I'm talking about. And I know you a heck of a special returns, a special team returns, man. I done seen you get down out there. I love it. Love to watch you go. You a threat every time you touch the ball. I want to thank both of you guys for coming on to the Nest. It's always a pleasure to see my fellow Eagles. And uh, you guys, I'm going to ask you right now, Coach, I'm going to start with these two guys you're right fine. here. Yep. And the first question is this right here. I ask everybody this question who comes on this show that Coach brings, and that is, I don't care who goes first. With Day-Day, you got the headsets on. Day-Day, how your grades, my man? My grades good. I got A's and B's right now, working at all A's. That's what I'm talking about, all A's and B's, and you striving to get all A's. That's what I'm talking about. That education is so critical, so critical. Keep it up. Excellent work. My man Q, how the grades looking? I got A's and B's also. I'm trying to get my GPA higher, trying to get like more near a 4.0. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Coach, you got some guys with some brains out there on the field. That's what we're talking about, Coach. So first, congratulations on the win, guys. You guys went down to South Iredale last week. You kicked a little booty, 59 to 7. <laughs> and, you know, the Eagles, you guys put some work in, and I know you guys are elated. Uh, and before we get right into everything in the show, I do want to give another shout-out to Jeff Powell, who's yes. the owner of the J. Pepper Southern Grill. He treats, treats us so great, Make sure that we have everything that we need. Let's give a hand to Jay. <laughs> Coach, you off to a 3-0 start for the season. And I know the Eagles, you guys have got to be happy. You've got to be elated with what's going on. What were some of the keys to Friday night's win against South Iredale? Because you did have to go on the road to Statesville, and it was a hostile environment. I was a little nervous over there, even though I was on the sideline with my big nasties and everybody. I was a little nervous. What was the key to, to that win on, on Friday night, Coach? Yeah, it, it was a neat environment down there. It, re it really <laughs> reminded me of uh, – Kind of back in Wisconsin, kind of the small town vibe, mm -hmm. but close everything down and everybody's coming to the game. And, yes, sir. And uh, obviously their fans were in into it really early. If you uh, listen to the show or, or some of the comments made on social media. <laughs> but no, you know, the it, we came out, it was a little bit of a long trip and we got there and obviously we didn't come out firing on all cylinders. I think they did a good job of keeping us off the field. Okay. You know, they stamped the ball, you know, with about one or two seconds every time on the play clock. They did a great job of slowing us down. And uh, first half, you know, we had a lot of new guys playing. You know, we had a lot of guys that didn't dress both offensively and defensively. So we asked some newer guys to step up. And I think they had to get their feet wet a little bit, right. you know, right. get some of those nerves out. And once yes, we sir. got past that, and then we had a good halftime talk and uh, – we went from there. <laughs> well, Coach, I might have to ask you what happened at halftime, but I'll wait a little bit before we get to that. But I'm going to tell you what, the score wound up being at the end 59-7. to I mean, y'all put that thing on them, and that's what I like to see. But these guys down there at South Iredale, you know, I like anybody who supports their team. But, Coach, these guys were yelling overrated, and the score was like 35 or 38-7 to in the third quarter, and these guys are yelling overrated. And I was like – Am I watching the same game? Am I looking at the same score? I mean, or do you think maybe they were smoking something in the stands? <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, how do you say somebody's overrated and you getting your butt whipped 38 to 7? I don't understand Well, that. I think it carried over a little bit from the first half, okay. you know, because what it was only 17 to 7. So maybe okay. they went out at halftime and did some stuff and then they couldn't really focus <laughs> on the scoreboard because we put 35 <laughs> points up quick on them. Yes, we uh, did. But that was used uh, at my halftime speech. I told them in 30 years of coaching, I've never heard of, never been a part of someone chant overrated. Yeah, that was nuts. And uh, I made sure the boys knew that uh, we weren't going to take that. And obviously, we responded pretty good with 35 points in the third quarter. Well, listen, you definitely responded great. But I'm going to tell you who else responded with you. And that's them East Forsyth Eagle fans. You know what they yes. did when they were yelling 
uh, overrated, they started yelling, it's too easy, <laughs> it's too easy. I bet you those people in the western side of the state don't, or the Forsyth County don't do that. The people at West Forsyth, I bet they don't do that. They won't yell and support their coach. You mean I the, bet you they won't. The, the lead-up show. Yeah. The lead-up show. Oh, they got a show still? Well, they're, they're kind of like the lead-up guys, and then we come in and hit the home run. We're like the clean-up show. Oh, okay, okay. I was thinking that their show had gotten um, taken off the air. They still on? Well, I think – J.P. Mud, what's his name? J.P. J- yeah, Big J- Mud. Yeah, J.P. Mud. Something like yeah, that. Mud. Yeah, J.P. Yeah. Mud. <laughs> mud. Well, Coach, you said the mud. <laughs> I'm going to let you have that one. Coach, big win on Friday, 59-7. to A big win like that. What does that do for morale on the team? Well, you know, I think uh, it, it really taught us a lot. I mean, both not hitting on all cylinders, maybe not quite being focused, coming off the bye week, first half, not playing great. And then, well, coach, can I stop you right there? Yep. Because, you know, you look at the score, fifty-nine to seven, and of course, you're the coach. You're in there. You got all the you see in the details, the mechanics, every night, every, the whole night. Some people will say, "What do you mean you weren't, you know, playing all, you know, all the way or playing your best?" Because the score was fifty-nine seven. So when you say you got off to a slow start, what are you meaning when you say well, that? Well, I mean, in the first half, it was only what seventeen to seven. I think we punted twice in the first half. Okay. You know, um, obviously in the second half it was a whole different game. Right. But I, I'm saying we we got off the bus slow. Warm-ups were slow. Everything was kind of slow. Okay. Um, you know, and obviously that's what I'm saying. It was kind of the perfect storm. You got to teach a lot. And show everybody at halftime when I spoke to the coaches, players, trainers, everything, that if you're not prepared, you know, things like this happen. And then to come out and put on 35 points, actually 42 total in the second half, um, you know, it, it was just kind of a perfect storm for us right. to, to learn from um, from the night. And that that's what I like because, honestly, there probably should have been one more touchdown if you saw when Will, Will um, Montgomery – Stripped that ball and they blew it dead. That was a they fumble. They, he took that right from that kid. That should have been another seven points right there at the end. Well, you know, I thought another six points should have been Andrew Conrad becoming Superman and flying in the air. Man, that, I, I mean, he was so close to that goal line. I could have sworn he made it in, but I'm biased. I ain't going to lie to you. I'm he, biased. He, he should have jumped. He should have jumped over. I'm kind of, you I, know. I figured he turned into Superman. Or, I figured or, he would have. Or when Tim, you guys remember when Tim Davis at the end, we watched that on film with the, the kid right at the end of half when he got tackled on the one-inch line. Yeah, it looked like he was sweeped by someone's he feet did. or something, That's right? what it was. He yeah. was tackled. I was like, come on now. You can't get tackled by somebody's <laughs> legs. The kid tackled him by his legs. So, you know, it's it's always good. You get the clown, the guys, and all that. Everybody has fun with that stuff. Yes, you know, sir. especially after a win. Yes, sir. Now, you said there were a lot of guys who got to play that, you know, normally mm. – uh, hadn't been seeing a lot of time, but they got some playing experience. Yep. Talk to us about what you saw, the effort from those guys. You know, it, it's it, it's good. We're, we're building depth, and that's what we need. You know, um, we had an O-line, uh, Vega, a guy who played for us last year, got his first game play. Uh, he Vega was played there. well, he actually. Did. He, he played very well to make that uh, some more depth on the, on the uh, field. We got Nate Martins in the house today. He's kind of starting to get some reps at D end out there. Okay. Um. So he got some playing time. Now that's number you know. seventeen, right? Uh, eight, uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. So his brother's seventeen. His brother so right is now 17. we got the bookends. Oh, okay. We got gotcha. the, a Martin gotcha. on each side. Okay. Um, Keith White got in. One of our running backs at the end because our running backs were a little banged up. He mm-hmm. scored. Day Day had he he didn't dress. Obviously R J didn't dress. So we had some right. linebackers. Um, out there playing so it was just great to get a bunch of these young guys Zion um, Ellison had to play a lot in DB so just building depth and uh, it's as a coach to come out with a big win like that and have those young guys play that's a very big positive for us coach it didn't look like you were had you know second string guys or backup guys playing they looked like they continued to play and never missed a beat from when you guys were 2-0 and now being 3-0 you know you guys definitely put on an excellent showcase of talent you know, for the third game in a row, of course, I was really impressed with the offensive performance um, as well as the defense. I mean, because the defense, I think, held uh, South Iredale to, what was it, 119 total yards, if I'm not I'm mistaken. sure Coach Bill's in the house, maybe. <laughs> One, 150? Okay. 150. All right. Okay. I was thinking 119, but we'll give him that, Coach. All right. Give him and I got to believe a lot of that probably came in the first half, so. 
Okay. Well, and that's okay because they, yeah. they look great. I Only mean, the gave guys up look seven great. points. Yeah, that's you know, it. So I mean, it I mean, is. We're we're pretty nitpicky up here, aren't yeah, we? Like you I know? say, if you're if you're building depth, <laughs> and that's what these guys gave up, Lord have mercy. I'm gonna tell you what the Eagles had a total of 432 total yards. That's 317 of those yards came on the ground. I think 115 of those yards came in the air, and that is not counting the prints of special teams. Big Q, Q Brown, the, Q, the, the prince of special teams who had 28 yards in kick returns and 34 yards in punt returns. Excellent game, young man. I enjoyed watching you out there on the field. Thanks a lot. You better believe it. Now, Coach, before we really get into it, you know I got to give it up for my big nasties. Hey, they're in the I house got, I got again, my big nasties again. in the oh, house. Yeah. All right. They're always here. My they're big nasties, those are my offensive linemen. They're the engine that makes this Eagle offense roll. Big E and Sawyer. And my man, Pancake Connor Hartley. <laughs> big time Cameron Blackwell. And I'm going to tell you what, I like big number 76. Oh, Vega. Vega was getting down out there on Friday. Yep. And, of course, I can't forget about old number 54, Brandon Davenport. He did his thing on Friday. He was keeping those feet turning. He was putting them pads on the defender and doing his thing. Excellent work from my big nasties and coach before we get into it my producers are telling me we're coming up against a break so when we come back after these messages we're going to get into talking to the wide receivers that you brought with uh with you and we're going to get right into it you're listening to the nest with two-time state champion head coach todd willard My name is Jenny Fulton, and I'm running to be the mayor of Kernersville. Keeping you informed is my main objective. It would be my honor to represent you and serve Kernersville as mayor. It is time to ask your alderman to be your mayor. Vote Jenny Ingram Fulton on November 2nd to be your next mayor of Kernersville. Paid for by the Jenny Fulton Campaign for Mayor. Visit Giada's Restaurant, 210 North Main Street, Suite 292 in Kernersville. With their signature stone oven, culture of hospitality, and North Carolina's best pizza, Giada's lets you, your family, and friends share an authentic Italian experience with a twist. Everything is better by the stone oven at Giada's. Check out our lunch specials and more. Giada's, 210 North Main Street in Kernersville. Welcome to J. Pepper's Southern Grill, locally owned and operated, serving the Kernsville community for over 10 years. Delicious homemade Southern food with a menu with a little something for everyone. With daily lunch and dinner specials, you can't go wrong choosing J. Pepper's. Home of the Nest with East Forsyth head coach Todd Willard every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. live during the season. Plus, Wine Wednesday with half-price wine all day and live music every Thursday night. Come join the fun at J. Pepper's Southern Grill, 841 Old Winston Road in Kernersville. Call in your order now at 336-497-4727. Looking to tailgate this summer? Stop by One Stop on the way. One Stop number 6, located just one mile west of East Forsyth at 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville. One Stop serves fresh fried chicken and our famous taters seven days a week from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. Feeding a crowd? Get 16 pieces of chicken and sides for just $27.99. Craving wings? Come try our new spicy breaded wings. Get a five-wing meal with six taters and a roll for just $7.39. Now in regular hot ranch or spicy. One stop number 6, 2748 West Mountain Street in Kernersville. You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Your home for triad sports. And you know this, man.
to The Nest. For those of you who are just tuning in, you're listening to The Nest with head football coach Todd Willard of the two-time champion East Forsyth Fighting Eagles football team. We want to take a minute to recognize Jay Pepper Southern Grill, our title sponsor for the entire 2021 East Forsyth football season. And in addition to Jay Pepper Southern Grill, we would like to recognize Giada's Italian Restaurant, the Jenny Fulton Campaign for Mayor of Kernersville, Beamer Tire and Auto, and of course the one-stop food store, home of your chicken and taters. And we are back here at The Nest. I've got two players with me who are just dynamic offensive players. One is number three, Damon Stokes. He goes by the name of Day Day, and he has some awesome hands. He is electrifying when he gets the ball. And my other man over there, we call him Q, Q Brown. And he is just the prince, the prince of kickoff and punt returns. I love it when he gets his hands on the ball because anything can happen when he gets a hold of it. So, guys, we're going to talk a little bit. We're going to let Coach relax and – and uh, we're going to get into coaching. We might even talk a little bit, bit a little junk about coach if y'all want to. If y'all want to talk some junk about coach, we'll talk about junk, junk a little about him. And I can tell you this, he will not bother you as long as you're here. Now, I, now, I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow when you're in practice. Right. That's a whole other story. <laughs> but I promise you, he won't bother you right now. So listen, guys, tell me this. And I don't care who goes first because pretty much y'all going to answer the same questions. Day-Day, I'm going to start with you. The team that you guys just played, I mean, do you really think and I know you didn't dress out, but do you really think they were, you know, a real, a real test? Something that, you know, one of the most difficult teams maybe that you, you guys have ever faced. Do you really, do you believe that based upon what you saw and how your teammates performed on Friday? Uh, no, I don't think it was really no comp. I ain't trying to be cocky, but I was supposed to be a cakewalk. Okay, okay. So how did you think the guys did in the first half? Coach? Willard felt like they were a little slow. Your teammates were a little slow. Maybe they came out a little flat in the first half. Did you see the same thing that Coach Willard saw? Yes, I did. I was disappointed because I knew we could do it better as hard as we go at practice every day. Okay, yeah. So tell me a little bit about practice. No, let me go back to you, Q. Same question. Do you think that team, because you played on Friday. You actually dressed out. They, they didn't dress out. So you be careful about how you answer this question. I got you. All right? You yeah. be careful about how you answer this question. Was that one of the hardest teams you've ever faced, or was it at the other end of the spectrum? Were they fairly easy? No disrespect to them, but they were fairly easy. They were fairly easy? Yes, sir. They, so, so that's your final answer. This team, South Iredale, was fairly easy. Yes, sir. No disrespect to them, though. Okay, okay. So let me ask you this question. Since they were fairly easy, how come the score was only 17 to 7 at halftime? What's the problem then, huh? Since they were so easy, Q, why didn't you do what you needed to do and send them home before halftime? Instead, you had them out there yelling, overrated, overrated. That's what you had them yelling because you said they was easy. So talk to me. What, 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 since they were so easy, why was the score 17 7? Well, like Coach Willis said, coming off a of bye week, we had a slow start. You know, okay. we had a couple of rough practices the week going into that game. But, you know, after halftime, after the speech he gave us and told us that he never had nobody call him overrated in over, like, 30 years, they made us tighten up. They definitely made us tighten up. So, Coach, Coach had to give it to you a little bit. Y'all done had people yelling things that he'd never heard before. And you came out and performed the second half. Awesome. Congrats to you. Thank you for your performance. And, guys, I just mess with you. You know, I like to have a little bit of fun. And that's what we are here to do is to have a little bit of fun. And I'm going to have some more fun between you two. Now, Q, you're listed as an athlete. Day-Day, you're definitely listed as a wide receiver. Got an opportunity to see you really perform in the springtime. Did a great job in the springtime. Didn't get a chance to have you on the show in the springtime, but I'm glad to have you now, Day-Day. So, between you two, who's the best at wide receiver? Day-Day. Who's the best? Day-Day. It ain't no competition. We better each other. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. That's what I like to hear. So y'all make each other better in practice. That's what I like to hear. Nothing wrong with that. So listen, since y'all make each other better, I'm assuming y'all do that on and off the field. So y'all answer a question for me. What's it like when you're on campus, y'all being playmakers, everyone knows who you are. How does it feel being the big fellas on campus and getting all that attention? How does that feel? I mean, 
mean, I don't really let it get to my head. You feel me? I see my brother around school. We speak every time. You know, we have fun. Okay. So you just have fun. You don't let it get to your head. Day Day, how about you? Well, that's pretty much the same. I just go to school to get my education. I ain't there for the hype. Right. Okay. All right. That's what I like to hear, Coach. Did you, did you train them on what to say or something like that? Uh, I'm trying to get some stuff out of them. They ain't, they ain't going where I want them to go. All right. So I'm going to switch back over. We'll get, a little, we'll get a little more into football and get a little more serious then. So, guys, you know that this is football, and, and you got to be prepared every week, and you got to do what you need to do in order to get that victory on Friday night. So, Q, what is it that you do during the week to mentally prepare yourself for Friday night so that you can give the best performance possible? Every day I practice, I push myself, drink up. Well, that's not really mentally, but I just- Talk to me, I, that's I all just, right. Whatever, whatever works for you, talk to me. I just push myself in practice. Body-wise, I drink a lot of water, okay. drink Pedialyte, okay. bananas for cramps and stuff like that. So when you yeah. say you push yourself in practice, what are some of the things that you do that you know that you're pushing yourself in practice? I just give it. I just go to the limit with it. Like, like if it's the last rep, I give it my all. Okay. From the first to the last rep, be the rep. I give it my all. That's it. That's what I'm talking about. Giving it to y'all. That's it. Day Day, what about you, my man? When it when it's game time, like this week, you guys gonna have a game on Friday, and we'll get into that a little bit later. What do you do to mentally prepare yourself and know that you're about to give the best performance of your career coming up Friday night? Uh, I study my opponent coming into the week every day. Go hard at practice 100%, and I better my teammates so we can prepare together, come out and perform like we're supposed to. That's awesome. I love to hear that. Studying, and listen, studying your opponent is the biggest thing. I'm assuming you do that by film, correct? Yes. That is huge because when you study that film, it'll be able to show you tendencies. I'm sure you pick up things that guys do inadvertently because football is all about, you know, repetition over and over and over and over. And if guys do certain things and you see it in film, you know what's going to happen. So would you say that it's more of an advantage to continue to watch film or is it more of an advantage to kind of push yourself, making sure that your body is in good shape? Which one do you think is more important? Uh, I think getting your body in shape is more important because without, okay. without the energy, you're not going to be able to perform like you want to. Okay. All right, good deal. So you use the film just to help you mentally then and you make sure that your body and you're ready to go every week. Yes, sir. Good deal. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. All right, so Q, you're a junior. Day-Day, you're a senior. And, you know, this is it for you, Day-Day, as far as high school goes. And, of course, I want to see both of you guys playing on the next level, meaning in college or somewhere getting a higher education. So what is it, Day-Day, that you must do each and every day in practice as well as in the game to make sure that you got the best season that you've ever had in your life so that I can make sure that I see you on the next level? Uh, cherish every moment. Go harder each day. Get better each day. No doubt. No doubt. Q, you being a junior, Day-Day right beside you, he's a senior. It could be over with. You know, this would be the end of his season. Once his season's over with, he's done. What is it that you do and prepare yourself to make sure that your buddy Day-Day is going to have the best senior, senior season possible at East Forsyth's football program? What do you do? I go every rep like it's my last rep. If, like, say I have to go get covered to get my boy open, that's what I do. Okay. All right. Nothing wrong with that. He said if he – Des, he said if he has to go get covered to get his man open, then that's what he's going to do. That's what we call unselfish football right there. And speaking of unselfish football, there was a play that happened on Friday night. And it, was, it looked pretty unselfish to me. But I think it was number 13. Is that Holland? I think it was? Yeah. Okay. Number 13, I think he called a pass. And I want to say he had the first touchdown, if I'm not mistaken. And Q, was it you? No, it may have been Fisher. Was it Fisher? Somebody gave a great block that sprung. Ho, ho, is it Holland? Hollis. Yeah, Holland. Yes. Somebody gave a great block. I can't remember who yeah. gave that block, but it sprung him. Was it the jet sweep? That may have been the jet sweep. What? It was the first score, coach. Was it the jet sweep? And it was a block on the end. Was that you or was that? Yes, it was me. Yes, sir. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. That is un selfish football you know because there are only there's only one ball period 
And I'm going to tell you right now, my big nasties, they don't want the ball. The only time they want the ball is when somebody fumbles or it's an interception and they can, do, they can rumble and roll and get down to the end zone. Other than that, all they want is serve so they can serve some pancakes. That's it. That's all that my big nasties want. So you got six other guys that, and there's only one ball. And I know everybody wants the ball, because I would. I would want the ball. But Q, you showed big time unselfishness by springing your fellow teammate, Ho Holland. Is it Holland? Yeah. Okay, on that block. And I commend you for that. Excellent job. I think I may have even talked to you on the sideline. You did. Thanks okay. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. See, I see stuff like that. See, I don't watch the ball carriers. I watch what's going on around. I see who's selfish and who's not selfish. Coach, if you can, make sure that man gets some playing time. Make sure he gets some playing time, probably, <laughs> Coach. If you, can, if you can, if you can find it in your heart to help Q, number seven, get some playing time on Friday. Coach, I really appreciate that. Oh, well, you got Day Day coming back. Day Day, just, just you know, go out one player and let Q get a little, get a little playing time. That's all. Just let him play a little bit. So, guys, whenever you are getting ready and you're doing what you do, well, number one, let me ask you this: Who is your individual coach? Who coaches you as far as the wide receivers? Coach Stu. Coach Stu coaches you. All right. So, how does how does Coach Stu? prepare you guys each and every day in practice to get ready for Friday? Uh, first, he tell us what we need to work on, and the most important thing is blocking. Yes. We prepare blocking. First thing we do as soon as we come out of the field every practice. First thing we do. Oh, well, that makes sense then. No wonder. No wonder he put a block. No wonder, Q, you put a block on that. Now, does he say things like, if I don't see you block, you won't play? No. He doesn't say that. But we had that, like, we had that mindset. You had that mindset. See, Coach, I think you trained these guys on what to say, man. You trained them on what to say, Coach. So, as we discussed before, we can't make big plays. You guys, you get all the glory. You get everything when things go, go right. And, of course, sometimes when things go wrong, the quarterback gets that side of it. But as we discussed before, you can't make big plays without my big nasties up front doing what they do. Tell me, what kind of love do y'all show my big nasties when y'all have success? Talk to me. What, what y'all do with my big nasties? Man, we celebrate with them. Celebrate with them. Now, what kind of celebrations do we do? We got that one where you run. When you score, you run. Uh -huh. They catch you, they throw you up. Yeah. Oh, they catch you and throw you up? Yeah. Well, shoot, y'all need to give me a football. I want to get uh, thrown up. I, I think I need Big Connor, though, because, Connor, I'm a big boy now. I'm about 225, Connor. I'm a big boy now. I don't know if you can throw me up. Man, well, that's all right. Well, listen, I'm going to tell you what. I'm proud of you guys. Y'all, you guys are doing, doing, doing the thing on Friday nights, and I love it. So I'm, I got this one last question, and then we're going to go for a break. You know what? I, do I have time for this question? Let me get this one last question. Now, y'all listen close to this question now, and I don't know if Coach Horton is listening, but y'all listening close. Now, listen, sometimes Coach Horton, he'll make a call with them signals and hands on the sidelines. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Yes. Okay, now I know you understand what all that means, but do you guys ever get those calls mixed up? And when I say get them mixed up, I mean, listen to the question now. Do y'all get them mixed up on purpose? In other words, is there another play that y'all prefer to run and that y'all wind up running, and then you come to the sideline and say, Coach, we thought you meant that play. Coach, when you changed it up, has that ever happened? Well... Throughout four years, it have, but like <laughs> this year, it ain't really happening because I know how coach get. <laughs> yeah, personally, it never happened to me because I know, like, I know my time will come. Like, I know my play coming soon. Okay, so Q, that's never happened to you at all. You never got the call mixed up. You know what he's talking about. At least not on purpose. Anyway. Yeah, not on purpose. Not on okay. purpose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, Coach purpose. Horton, they have never changed the play on you, my man. If they got it mixed up, it's because they was looking at me making all kinds of crazy faces on the sideline. My producer's telling me that we're up against a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more to Coach Willard and what we got coming up this coming week for the East Forsyth football team you're listening to the nest and we're just having a good time down here at j pepper southern grill where the food is tasty the beverages are wet and wild and we're having a good time and we'll be back after these messages
Chicago Road Sports Radio is so excited to be your home for Triad Sports. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! We heard you loud and clear. Our mission is to give you what you want. You know what I want. I've been asking for it for years. Give it to me. Give me what I want. The best sports talk in live sports in the triad, period. What's up, everybody? Live with Brandon Blake. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Score once again with Brett Wiseman. Hello and welcome back to the Pit Stop here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Welcome back to Franchise Players, your home for triad sports coverage. I'm your host, Desmond Johnson, here on Tobacco Road Sports Radio. And if you think that's great, wait until you see what's next. It's going to be good. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. Tune in at TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. And don't forget to download the new Roku channel, Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Hello, my name is Jenny Fulton, and I'm running to be the mayor of Kernersville. Keeping you informed is my main objective. It would be my honor to represent you and serve Kernersville as mayor. It is time to ask your alderman to be your mayor. Vote Jenny Ingram Fulton on November 2nd to be your next mayor of Kernersville. Paid for by the Jenny Fulton Campaign for Mayor. Welcome to Jay Pepper's Southern Grill, locally owned and operated, serving the Kernersville community for over 10 years. Delicious homemade Southern food with a menu with a little something for everyone. With daily lunch and dinner specials, you can't go wrong choosing Jay Pepper's. Home of the Nest with East Forsyth head coach Todd Willard every Tuesday night at 7.30 p.m. live during the season. Plus, Wine Wednesday with half-price wine all day and live music every Thursday night. Come join the fun at Jay Pepper's Southern Grill, 841 Old Winston Road in Kernersville. Call in your order now at 336-497-4727. We love sports. Joe Lewis, the greatest boxer ever lived. Not only do we love sports, but we love to debate sports. He was bad in Cat Clay. He bad in Sugar Ray. He bad in that. Who that's you? The new boy. Mike, Mike Tyson looked like a bulldog. He bad in him, too. He done whipped Mike Tyson there. He whipped all that. For the best sports analysis in the triad. What about Rocky Marciano? In-depth local coverage of your favorite schools and teams. Let me tell you something wonderful. Rocky Marciano was good. But compared to Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciano ain't And of course, the best sports debate in the triad. Big Joe Lewis is ass. Welcome to Tobacco Road Sports Radio. Joe Lewis was 75 years old when he fought. You're welcome. I don't know how old he was. got it after New season, new conference, same Aggie Pride. Come cheer on the Aggies as they continue their winning tradition. Tickets on sale now. Listen to North Carolina A&T Aggie football all season long on TobaccoRoadSportsRadio.com. You are locked into Tobacco Road Sports Radio, your home for triad sports. And we are back at the nest where we are with head coach Todd Willard of the two-time state champion East Forsyth Eagle football team. And we're having a ball right here at Jay Pepper Southern Grill where Jeff Powell is our host and he takes such great care of us. So come on down. You still got time to hang out with the East Forsyth family if you hadn't made it yet. We will wait for you. We'll be right here. So we're back with head coach Todd Willard of the East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. We were just talking to Day Day, also known as Damon Stokes, number three wide receiver for the East Forsyth Fighting Eagles. We're also talking to Q Brown, also known as Q number seven, the prince of the special teams returns. My main man, I love it when he gets his hand, when that ball is kicked in the air. I just look and I say, it's dangerous time. It's dangerous time. It's dangerous time. 
So, Coach, tell me about these two young men in front of you. What's it like to coach them? What's it like to have guys like this on your team? You know, it, it, it's, it's pretty unique because you got two superstars, and they actually, like Day-Day said earlier, they make each other better. Right. You know, you, you watch the, the pros and stuff, and they're like, they're worried about who the number one receiver is and who the number two guy is. Right. That's right. That's you right. know, and these right. guys, they just want to make each other better. Um, right. You know, Q, all the returns landed on Q last game, but yet uh, Stokes is usually back. He's the other guy back there returning punts and mm-hmm. stuff with us. So mm-hmm. they, they really do. They feed off each other, and that's what makes us great. Nobody's – Nobody cares who get, gets the football. They just care that the football gets in the zone. That's right. That's, that's right. That's all. And seriously, if you sit and watch our film and go watch these two guys' highlight films, they, they, they star their highlights because they are blocking their tails off down there. They and are, that, And that's why those uh, long runs by running backs happen is because of um, – Sorry, I got distracted. Look at that. Yeah, Coach, I'm looking Look at, at it myself. Right hey. best, best salad in the world. <laughs> yes, it is. Hey, listeners out there, Coach just ordered the Southern Chicken Salad from J. Pepper Southern Grill. This is one of the best salads I've ever had. I order it every time I come. And I would reach over, but I know I would pull back a nub if I tried to touch any of Coach's salad. But that is a great-looking salad, Coach. I love it. If you've never tried it and you like salads, even uh. if you don't like salads, please try it it's very good it's awesome but but anyways yeah those guys are great and coach Stu does a great job and they are correct blocking is one of the first things we tell those guys good deal and 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 they take pride in it and our running backs appreciate it so it's awesome coach I love it I love watching you guys man you're awesome we don't have a lot of time left but I want to run through some things real real quick if you want to make mention of it or comment on it please do if not don't worry about it but, Coach, you know, when you guys started off, like you said, you were a little flat, you were a little were a little slow. But my man, number 20, Will Montgomery, he got it started with the big interception on yep. defense. Will did a great job. Then, of course, we came back on the other side. Mr. Amarian Holland, number 13, went in for the, t- for the touchdown. And, of course, that was Q Brown making the big block that sprung him. And then, of course, you had a 60-yard TD reception from Jamon Smith uh, that he took from the quarterback, yep. Jalen Rayner. Then Traylon Ingram had a 72-yard TD run. Then Jalen Rayner said, you won't outdo me. So he came back for a 40-yard TD scamper himself. And then, of course, Q said, coach, put me in, coach. Put me in, coach. And when you put Q in, coach, he had a 48-yard TD reception that just really capped things off. Coach, are there any – and then I also saw even uh, number nine, like you said, Tim Davis. He yep. was trying to make some strides. Playing both sides of the ball, playing Play. hard, yep. Talk, I don't know much about Tim Davis. What, what? Talk to me a little bit about Tim Davis. I don't know much about him. So, Tim is originally a quarterback, and once again, it's a guy who just wants to play and wants to win and be part of a, a, a team that has a team atmosphere about what's best for the team. And right. now he, he plays everything. He plays wide receiver, H-back. Oh, wow quarterback when we need it and but he starts free safety strong right. safety all those he does it all he okay. really does he, so he's, he's like you he's an athlete then he is he's an athlete yep that is awesome coach talk to me a little bit about defense what did you like and did not like about the defense on friday night um i, I loved everything about the defense i won't be nice to coach bill tonight okay. so right. I, everything was awesome about the defense <laughs> 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 we had some issues on defense today so I'm going to be nice to my defensive coaches right now. Good so. deal. Well, Coach, again, congratulations on the win. Damon, you didn't play, but congratulations on the win Friday night. Q, congratulations on the win. My big nasties, congratulations on the win on Friday, guys. So, Coach, we got a little uh, match matchup coming up this week, Friday, September 17th. You and the Eagles will be back at the Nest, if I'm not mistaken, taking on the 1-2 Reagan Raiders. And this is going to be the first conference game of the season. Uh, the Raiders are led by head coach Josh McGee. Kickoff is scheduled for 7.30 p.m. this Friday. So we expect to, of course, see all our Eagle fans at the Nest this Friday. Coach, how well do you know Josh McGee, which I know you know him well because you play all the time. You're in yep. conference. What do you expect from him and his Raiders this Friday? Um, yeah, Coach McGee and I are pretty good friends. We've known each other for a long time now. Um, it's It's – I mean, our conference is tough. I, I want to say it is 
the I'll go on record. It is the toughest conference in 4A football from nice. top to bottom. Nice. I mean, and our guys know that. We got to be ready to go. Um, we're going to expect their, their best game. And, uh, you know, they're going to be prepared. And we're going to have to make sure we play where we don't make a lot of mistakes. And, and we can't come out flat. We got to come out ready to go and, you know, foot on the gas right from the either the first kickoff or the first kick return for these two guys. Yes, sir. Are, That's and, right. And we just got to go, go, go. Day-Day, you're going to be sitting back there in the back on the kick return this week on Friday. Coach said you can't come out flat. You got to be ready to rock and roll on Friday. What is it that you're going to do between now, Tuesday night? I ain't talking Wednesday. I'm talking Tuesday night when you leave Jay Pepper's Southern Grill and all this good food. What are you going to do tonight between now and Friday to prepare yourself as well as Q and the rest of this team, this East Forsyth Eagle team, to get ready to face those Reagan Raiders? I motivate myself every night, tell myself I'm the best, tell myself nobody's better than me. And I go out there, just play my game, because ain't nobody better than me. I love that mindset. <laughs> I love that mindset. When nobody's better than you, you're the big man on the field. So listen, I expect to see at least seven receptions from you, three touchdowns, and 158 <laughs> yards in all-purpose yardage. All right? That's what I'm expecting from you on Friday now. Don't let me down. Gotcha. Don't let me down. <laughs> Don't let me down. Q, what is it that you are going to do between now and Friday to make sure that you and the Eagles, as well as Coach Willard, because, you know, you got to hold him back a little bit. Coach Willard gets hyped now. He gets ready to go <laughs> when it's hyped. time to rock and roll. What you going to do to make sure we're ready to go on Friday? Just get my team, me and my team, mentally prepared for the game. Just lock in. And yeah, just lock in. That's it. Lock in. Q say he going to lock in, Coach. He's going to be ready to go for the Raiders on Friday. So listen, when you guys lock in and get ready, Q, what can I expect your production to be? Are you going to be uh, at seven touchdowns as well? Are you, are you, gonna, you ain't going to do seven. You're going to let Day Day have something this week. We're going to see. I don't want to talk too much. You don't want to talk too much? <laughs> okay. That's a good answer. I can live with that. I can live with that. I can live with that. Coach, what are you expecting from these Raider, Reagan Raiders? What are you expecting from these guys? I mean, they like to throw the ball. They like to – I mean, they, they put it in the air and, and, they hit, and they like to challenge our defensive backs. Do you think they're going to stick with that game plan? Uh, I think they're, they're, they're going to run the ball a little bit more than they usually do. Okay. I think that's kind of switched. I mean, they'll still take their shots. The great thing about that is we'll have R.J. Brown back this week. You know, oh, okay. RJ's our, our, our leader and our, our leading tackler and okay. heart and soul of our defense. So that makes me sleep a little bit easier right now. You know, I Yeah, and RJ is in the house. Oh, RJ yeah, Brown, RJ's good to see you, house. my man. Uh, but, but, you know, they're, they're going to come at us. I think one of the places that they're most improved, though, is their defense. Okay. I think, um, you know, they got their D lines pretty good. So that would be a great challenge for our old line guys. That's right. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be a good game. So, so come out and watch it. If not, we're on TV, obviously, yes, or sir. catch us on the radio. That's it. There's you know? no excuse to miss the Eagles in action this coming Friday. No excuse at all. You can see it on TV. You can come and watch the game. You can also catch it on the radio. So if you miss the Eagles, you're going to have to deal with some people. Start, yes. Starting with Q and Damon. They're coming to get you. <laughs> I'm right. telling you, you're going to have to deal with them now. So be Ready. You got to be ready. Coach, I tell you what, we're coming up. My big nasties, they're going to be ready. Make sure y'all are ready on Friday. Make sure you put a helmet on people and make sure you got your syrup in your back pocket because all I want to see is pancakes, baby. That's all I want to see from a big nasties. Again, Coach, congratulations on the win. Good luck to you this upcoming game against the Reagan Raiders at the Nest Friday, 7.30 p.m. is the kickoff. Well, you will have to wait to see if you will have Day-Day, if you will have Q, and maybe you'll have both. But who knows? We're going to wait and see what happens Friday. Now, Coach, we're going to kick it over a little bit. This is the part of the show where we get off and we don't talk too much about East Forsyth football. And uh, I'm going to start it off. We're going to talk a little college football. Coach, you had a good time tearing me up when my Tar Heels lost last week. But, Coach, we got us a win this go-round. I know we played Georgia State, and I was in the house. And uh, we had a good time, had yeah. a great time. I loved it because uh, I'm a season ticket holder. I love it. 
and uh, we had a ball. So we got us a win. I am happy. What do you think my Tar Heels would do against the UVA Cavaliers this week, Coach? I, it'll be a good test. I think it will really see where the Tar Heels are at. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. Uh, you I know, do. it was a tough game against VTech, right. tough environment. Then they win a game they're supposed to. So I think right. this will be – you'll be able to tell where your Tar Heels are after okay. this week. Well, I'm hoping when I leave the stadium I won't be crying. I played a lot of cornhole on Friday. And hopefully I won't be crying. Oh, excuse me, on Saturday. Hopefully I won't be crying this coming Saturday. Hopefully they take care of business and take care of UVA. And, of course, Day-Day, let me ask you, do you have a favorite college team? Yeah, I like Tar Heels. Too. You like Tar Heels, too? Okay, so you're in the same boat with me. You understand where I'm coming from. Q, what about you? Do you have a favorite college team? I like the Florida Gators. Oh, you like the Florida Gators? Okay, yeah, pretty good team. But they do the whole hand clap like that. Okay, you a Gator. I got a good buddy who I played with who's also a Florida Gator fan. Awesome. Coach Wake Forest is off to a great start. They're 2-0. And, of course, they've got Florida State coming up mm -hmm. this weekend to visit the Demon Deacons. How do you think Clawson and the Deacons will perform, and what do you think they need to do to get a win against the Seminoles? Once again, we're going to know where Wake Forest stands after this weekend, too. I think you're going to see a lot where these ACC teams really line up. And uh, I, I really feel good about Wake Forest, where they're at. Okay. You know, Obviously, I'm a little biased. I need to give the ball to Christian Beal. I <laughs> agree know? with you. I give agree. the ball to Beal a little bit more. I agree. And then Amani got in at the end a little bit and had some carries. I think he ended up being the second leading rusher. Nice. Um, he's a big old joker himself. So. Well, you know, he's got a dad that is no small potatoes yeah, at mean, all. He, he was down there at Chapel Hill. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I, I, it, we'll know a lot about Wake Forest, too, after this, this week. Good deal. Good deal. Coach, you have any other favorite teams? I know Wisconsin's your favorite team. How they looking? Talk to us about you know, Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. I like Wisconsin because I'm from Wisconsin. You know, right. I, I, lo I love State right now because okay, um, State. Right. we got so many guys down there. Gotcha. You now, know. NC State had a little rough <laughs> go at did. it this weekend. We're going, and they got to play again this, and we'll see what they're about this weekend. Okay. You know, but right. um, I, my favorite teams as I've gotten into coaching and moved down here are where my guys are. Got you. you. Nothing know what wrong I mean? with that. Yes, th I do. Those are the teams I yes, want to cheer for. And, uh, you know, Wingate's one of my favorite teams. Cookie's down there. we got guys at Fayetteville State. Oh, so, good. You good. know, it, those are my favorite teams where oh, my yeah. players Anybody are still over at Coastal Carolina, too? You got we are. Okay. Ty, Ty's down there. That's right. Ty is down App there. App State. we got three players at App State. Yeah. So, I mean, we got guys everywhere. So, Eastern Kentucky, Ooh. we got we got guys everywhere. So Hey, guys, you heard it from Coach. I mean, this is the program here at East Forsyth. We have players who are playing football everywhere on the next level. This is the real true program of high school football, East Forsyth Fighting Eagles, baby. Coach, real quick, we're going to switch to the NFL. You know I'm a big Dallas Cowboy fan. We took a loss against the Tampa Bay Bucks last Thursday. I hate that we did. You know I love my Cowboys. I know we didn't have a shot. But based on what you saw, if you saw any of the game or even saw any of the highlights, what do you think the Cowboys can do this season, Coach? Hey, I, I was impressed. I was actually Were happy. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm a Dak fan. I like okay. Dak. Okay. You know, and for him to come back from that injury, yeah. I mean, I, 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 I cheer for certain guys and stuff once again, just like college. So, I want to cheer for Dak, you okay. know. And, and he was a know. third rounder as well. Yeah. You know, kind of like an underdog. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I'm happy for Dallas. I think they can be pretty good, especially in that division. You know, I hope the, so, Coach. The division's not uh, very strong. Coach, we're tied for second. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, right? right. It's like the Central, the uh, NFC Central. Yeah. They all lost. They're all in first place with one loss. That's so, right. I mean, it's uh, – Dallas has a chance, you know, so. Okay, well, good deal. Do you guys uh, – Q and Day-Day, do you guys keep up with the pros? Yeah. Who's your favorite team, Day-Day? I like the Ravens. Oh, you're a Ravens. Yeah, you guys had a tough go at it last night. You know, that, that, that defensive line for the Raiders was all over your quarterback all night. They were hunting them last night. What do, you think, the, what do you think the Ravens are going to do this year? We had an opportunity they gave up at the end. Okay. <laughs> they did. It was in overtime. They took it as far as they could go. Maybe being flying to the West Coast, it probably take, took a little steam out of them toward the end of the game. Maybe, maybe we'll blame it on that a little bit. You think your Ravens are going to have a good season this year? Yeah, it was just the first game. Okay. Getting the jitters out. There you go. There you go. Q. Do you have a favorite team? I don't really keep up with the pros, but I got a favorite player. You know, my favorite player is C.D. Lamb. 
Oh, C.D. Lamb with the cowboys. What that practically makes us Python. You a cowboy man. We're Python. We're Python. You a cowboy man. This C.D. Lamb is with the cowboys. He's not going anywhere. That's where he's going to be. Listen, you are an honorary cowboy, period. So, so keep up, so keep no, up not, with the cowboys. Cowboy. Coach. You're supposed to coach him better than that, coach. I can't oh. argue there. <laughs> well, no problem. Keep watching C.D. Lamb. I love C.D. Lamb. He's an explosive player. Is that one of the guys who you kind of uh, 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 balance your game or you favor your game after? Yes, sir. Him and Justin Jefferson. Oh, okay. Good deal. Good deal. Well, listen, I look to see some big things from you the rest of this season as well as next year as well, Q, okay? So I appreciate you guys coming on. Coach, I got one more question. Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, he was struggling a little bit. Is it rust or is it something else? What's up with that bad, bad man in Green Bay? Well, my coaches know what the real answer is, and I can't really say what I want to say on air. But, uh, <laughs> I'm scared I, to I, ask. I, I, I'm, I'm a Packer fan until Aaron Rodgers came. I I'm, I'm, do not like Aaron Rodgers. You don't like Okay, gotcha. I do not, and obviously – so you Once weren't again, sad then that he didn't perform? Nah, well. man, his nice slick back hair and ponytail and all that—he he really looked cool. Um, <laughs> but no, I you know what? It, it, it makes me happy because I'm a Brett Favre guy and all that. Okay. So I, I, I'm, you know, you get sometimes you get what you ask for. That's true. And when you say your teammates aren't good enough for you, and now you're out there playing and you expect them to play hard for you. Guess what? It don't. Maybe people realize. Maybe it wasn't just the Aaron Rodgers show. Right. That's right. You're you know exactly what I'm right. saying. And exactly uh, Aaron right. can't do it all. But that's just me. Um, but you know, it is what it is. I know that that my dad's probably listening right now. He even probably agreeing with me there. And a lot of the Wisconsin fans, yeah. you know. So, coach, how do you combat someone like that who has a big head, thinks that they're the ones that all, the machine only rolls whenever they're there? Has a head coach and you're dealing with something like that or someone like that, of course, you don't have to deal with that with the Eagles team, this team here. These guys are a great group of guys. But how do you think a coach, a front office would handle something like that? Yeah, I can't even imagine it, you know, because yeah. first of all, the guy makes more money than anybody else there. So, yeah. I mean, what can you really say? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that's why I enjoy coaching high school kids. Good deal. I don't have to deal with that. I understand. Well, Coach, we're still working on your contract, so don't you worry about that. I just got a back plaster in Frickin the corner. plaster. I tell you <laughs> what, man. Coach, I almost had the contract done until Q let it be 17-7 to 7 in the first half. Now, if Q would have let it be 36-7, to 7, Coach, well, I had you signed. I had you signed. Q, you better make up for that this, this Friday now. You better make up for that. Yes, sir, I got Coach, you. <laughs> you got me, Q. Day-Day, Q, anybody y'all want to give a shout-out to before we leave? Shout out to the Eagle family and my family, of course, and my O line. No course. doubt. The O line. All, all right, all right. All I see right. you, Eli. There's Eli snuck in back here. All There's right, it. all right. Day Day, anybody you want to shout out to? Yeah, I want to shout out my uh, my coaches, my teammates, and my family. Beautiful. That's awesome. Coach, you got any last minute shout out? Yeah, I, I do. I got a lot. I see Eli Main, one of our big uglies. He's back. Right. He snuck in over here. All right. Our trainer, she's in here. Laney's in here. Hey, Laney. Um, you know, uh, Coach Simmons had to leave probably because he's getting used to it. He's about to get married. Oh, so he God probably bless had to him. go home. So All I'm right. sure you know you know how that works once you get married. <laughs> All right. Just All kidding. Right. My wife's on the pat patio, so Katie can't hear. I. I also want to give a shout out to a lot of us in Eagle Nation. Know Kenny Yoder's struggling right now. He's in the hospital. Is that right? Sick oh. with COVID. And, oh um, Lord! Let's you know, keep him in so your prayers, guys. Keep Kenny Yoder and his prayers and his family. That would be um, great. And I want to give a shout out to the Babs there. They're expecting their first. He, Coach Babs right. brought his wife their first We got baby. a little eagle. Yeah, we got a new eagle <laughs> coming into the house. And and I know we're going a little long, but. It, Going back, our, our touchdown club, they do a great job and all that. But Vivian Wisnet, you know, the person that runs our video stuff, she's yes, our. Yes. So, two, two quick stories here. First of all, at halftime, first time ever I've had to tell somebody, you can't, vi you know, they video everything we do. Right. I told her, I said, you need to shut the video off. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't, couldn't do the halftime speech. But the next thing, you should see, if you watch our uh, – Jonathan puts together a video every Sunday, if you watch it on social media. And at the end, at the end, it looks awesome. It's the looks that's Vivian doing the video. And uh -huh. 
and it looks like it is perfect because you just see this one helmet coming right at her. Okay? <laughs> I think I saw that one, well, Coach. Well, that, that was Eli, and unfortunately, she took it for the team. She wanted such great action. That is awesome. Jonathan just demands perfection. She <laughs> she took the hit. I mean, Eli ran her slap over, man. It was – and then, like, five Eagles just – Ran right over, too. I mean, they didn't keep it. They just Vivian, kept you're going. the toughest one on the team. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Bucks. So, thank you, Bucks. And, and, and I just want to thank my family. They're out there. My wife does a great job and all the families. And once again, everything you guys do. Thank you very God much. God bless you, Coach. We definitely appreciate you. And that's going to do it for our time here on The Nest with head coach Todd Willard of the two-time state champion East Forsyth. Eagles, we look forward to seeing you guys this Friday. Kickoff is 7.30. And if you're ever near the press box, please come on up. Say hello. Have some fun with us. We'll be up there with Randy and Dana Wicker and also Wick Barrow calling the game. Until next week, Eagles, enjoy yourself. Stay safe and have a wonderful fall football season.